Hey everybody, welcome into the latest edition of Flock Talk, the official podcast of the Beloit Sky Carp, with the man, the myth, the legend, the boss, some might say, Josh Ooh, Flickinger. I like that. Dynamite. Larry Larson. I've heard you You had a big week last week. I did. Uh, I am, uh, for the 21st time in my life, um, I witnessed a Bruce Springsteen concert in person. And um, if you guys want to see, you know, see the pictures and see, I don't want to. <laughs> the pick with Flick. Yeah, the pick, pick with Flick on Instagram. Bruce you can asked, give me a, I heard. Give me a follow. No, he didn't. Um, in fact, he seemed to be specifically avoiding eye contact with me, which I kind of took personally. But I was right up close. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was an amazing experience. I actually went up, Larry, and, and saw him in St. Paul because tickets for St. Paul, much cheaper than those in Milwaukee for whatever reason. It's a great crowd, packed, um, very enthusiastic for the boss. Um, and I was enthusiastic as well. It was a great show, and I was really fired up until uh, at about 10.30, knowing that this was a Sunday night and I had to be to work. Um, uh, naturally. I, I, I got to go to work. Um, I get to go to work here at, at, um, at um, you know, 9 a.m. And it's 10.30, and I'm, I'm in Minnesota, which is not ideal. Uh, but when you compound that with the fact that uh, – it was a blizzard outside in March. Um, that it was not a like a super happy walk to the car um, in standard Flickinger fashion. I parked about a mile away, so I wouldn't have to pay anything to park. I paid enough for the tickets, the ticket, believe me. And yes, I went to Minnesota solo, came out with four best friends. Don't worry about it. It's a Springsteen thing. You wouldn't understand, but. Um, yeah, rolled in, navigated, you know, got a couple naps in on the way home, navigated the snow. and A couple naps in? Yeah, driving 40. Solo? Driving 40 on I-90. It uh, was not ideal. Rolled in, got, got my driveway at about 745, took my kids to school, just rolled right in here. And um, I don't remember anything that happened on Monday at work, but I hope it was nothing important. I hope I didn't take part in any meetings that were important, that were, you know, critical decisions were made because bloop, it's all gone now. Live to tell the tale. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a great night. That's uh, it's better than anything I have to bring to this podcast. I'm an extreme guy. I mean, I, uh, you know, when I, when I like things, Larry, I, I, I really am, am passionate about them. I love them. You know, I, I don't go, no, no, no half measures with me. I, I'm the same way, and uh, that's why my Sunday was terrible. Sucks. Yeah, your Bradley Braves did not come through. It was, it was really bad, man. It was really bad. Well, you know, in, in accordance with me, you know, I came up with this saying a few years ago, Larry, and, you know, it's, it's not, it's no, I'm no Confucius, um, but um, you'll always remember the journey. You'll never remember being tired the next day. That's a Josh Flickinger original. Yeah. You want to pen that down? Yeah. Mitchie's writing right. furiously in the background. His, his computer's now, his keyboard is now in flames. He's, he's going so fast. There you go. So, folks at home, just remember that. If you're, if you're thinking of taking a, taking a trip, taking a journey, stepping outside your comfort zone, really, oh, that'd be great, but don't worry about the butt. You go through with it. You won't regret it. So that's exactly why I went and watched the Bradley Braves down in St. Louis. You were there in person. Yeah, yeah. So I missed Friday. I was calling games, high school games. I did two games on Friday. Awesome. One in the morning, one in the evening. Uh, and then I woke up the next day. We drove down for Saturday. Uh, Bradley was leading by eight with three minutes left and beat Indiana State by one. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun one. 
Um, survive in advance. Yes, yeah, survive in advance indeed. Uh, and then Sunday we were utterly, I mean, just demoralized <laughs> by Drake. After we beat them by 12 the previous week at home to win the regular season title, that's a game that we talked about on the podcast yes. a, a few weeks ago. Big one for me. It felt like 96 in there, sold out Carver Arena. Thing of beauty. Uh, at least we have that. Yeah, NIT, you, you, had your, you had your moment. So that's for sure. You're an NIT team because you're guaranteed a spot in the NIT. Yeah, if you win you the, regular the regular season, season title, you go to the NIT. But no chance for the dance. No. Okay. No, absolutely not. Duff. Duff. Uh, let's let's get into the baseball here. We've, we've oh yeah, we do work for a baseball team. Long it's true. Enough. Spring training underway, and some of our boys have have been up in the big league camp. Uh, Dax Fulton, Jacob Berry just reassigned to minor yep. league camp. That drew a few headlines. Uh, but Nassim Nunez, Victor Mesa Jr., they've all gotten action in the big league games with some success. Vic with a hit, Nas with a hit. Uh, Dax got in two games as a 21-year-old pitcher uh, pitching in big league camp twice. Yeah, and, you know, Dax did not have the results that I'm sure he would have wanted. However, um, this was not some sort of audition to see if Dax Fulton was going to start the year with the Marlins. This was, let's get the feet wet a little bit. So next year when you come to spring training, hopefully he'll be a member of that 40-man roster or at least a, you know, a, a non-roster invitee that sticks around mm-hmm. uh, because they don't technically need to put him on the 40-man yet. But, you know, he, he, now he'll know he'll go into next year after I'm sure what will be a successful 2023 season on the mound. He'll know what to expect and um, certainly have some better results. There was a great Skip Schumacher quote mm. about Dax Fulton and Jacob Berry uh, in an article on, on MLB Pipeline. Uh, and here's the quote. Fulton said that he didn't perform the way he wanted to perform. I, I think we could have predicted that. But we're looking at more than just that. When I couldn't find Fulton a couple times for talks and that kind of thing of his scheduling, he was in the weight room or he was getting his body worked on. He was handling himself the right way. So we look at more than just the three or four innings that he threw. Yeah, and that's a great point, Larry, because it is such a small sample. Yeah. And, you know, he in spring training, you don't get the time to straighten yourself out in an no. outing like that. You, you have 40 pitches or whatever it is to work with, and regardless of the results, you're out. So um, that's a great quote from Skip, though, and, and certainly no surprise to us. And I think it goes to show, I think jumping up levels is far more difficult for pitchers mm. than hitters because – I think the sentiment that I've heard from some hitters is that you move up levels, the pitching gets better, and that, in a way, makes hitting easier. Yes, because they're more around the zone, right? Exactly, more consistent. You know more of what to expect. The breaking pitches are more honed in. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get so many bouncing out in front or in the dirt. Um, but for pitchers, you make one little mistake. Major league hitters are going to jump all over it. And I think that's kind of what happened to Dax a few times. And that's to be expected, ultimately. I think that's probably a good thing for a guy who's 21 years old and just pitched a month in double He's got plenty of time to get there, and we know he will. Indeed. Hey, other big baseball thing going on? World Baseball Classic. Ever heard of it? It's back. I'm, I'm back, in our, back in mom and dad's place, right? Yes. At the Marlins. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Should be fun. Also in Arizona as well. And also sure. in Taiwan. Yes. So I was watching some of the pool games last night in Taiwan, and it was Cuba and the Netherlands. Okay. And I think one of the most underrated rosters in this whole thing is the Netherlands. Their infield is so stacked, defensively specifically, that there was a play, ground ball to short, nice scoop play, sidearm throw to first. A stretch and a scoop from the first baseman. I'm like, oh, who is that? 
Didi Gregorius wow. playing first base for the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Wow. That goes to show you who they've got spread out throughout the infield. They've got Xander Bogarts. They've mm-hmm. got Andrelton Simmons. Uh, and who's the other guy that they have on the infield? I'm drawing a blank right now, but my goodness. Uh, they've got like three or four shortstops just playing right. all across the infield. That's so. a nice luxury to have. It is. It is. It's kind of fun. Too. Like you're not going to get that at midnight uh, throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it's a great event. I mean, I, I think this is this is one that doesn't have hardly any tradition. I mean, this is a brand new event. But what is the key when it comes to, to, to exhibitions like this? We just saw what a travesty the NBA All-Star game has turned into, right? The worst one ever. And um, because you got people participating but not trying. The Pro Bowl is terrible because you might have people trying but nobody participates, right? So... The most important thing is, are you going to give effort and who's going to participate? The Olympics are are a great example, right? The Olympic basketball, that's some of the best basketball on earth because you've got the best players playing and they are giving their all for a gold medal. Well, the WBC could have gone one of two ways. You could have had a lot of AAA guys filling out the rosters of the Dominican and United States. Instead, people are playing for their countries and they really get into it. The timing, I think, is perfect because people are in baseball mode now and they're excited to see consequential baseball before April and before opening day. And it's been a great event. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching it too because you look at like Cuba's lineup, like Luis Robert, um, Yohan Moncada, yeah. guys on the White Sox, you know, a local team. But it's like a who's who, right? And then, and then, Yohannes Cespedes, who mm-hmm. hasn't played in how yeah. long? But here he is on the World Baseball Classic roster. Like, that's so much fun. Great stuff. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys um, – you know, will have big league careers maybe cut short for whatever reason, but then can go on and find a, uh, you know, back in the homeland or, or in some other, um, you know, Latin country that they can extend their careers. And um, what, what's the guy, uh, what's the guy for the, I, I'm drawing a blank now, the guy for the, uh, Puig. Yes, yeah. Puig is probably playing somewhere still, I'm guessing. Well, he, he was. He's, he's currently under investigation. Oh, okay. Uh, for gambling-related infractions Can't when do he that. was with the Dodgers. Oh. So. Well, he was always a wild card. Oh, yeah. I mean. Wild horse. In every way. Yes, in every way. That guy was, he was something else. No kidding. But, hey, the characters you get in aren't great. That's game. right. Another thing that I like kind of on the opposite end of, of what you were just mentioning with the World Baseball Classic, you get a lot of guys that we saw this year playing Beloit. Sure. Like Owen Casey. Yeah. A Cubs prospect. He's Canadian. He's on the Canadian team. I think they're playing the Cubs today in an exhibition. Uh, that's kind of cool. You don't get that a lot. And then you get guys where maybe in a few years you can look back and like, oh, hey, I remember watching that guy in the World Baseball Classic. Last night on the broadcast, they showed a picture of Kenley Jansen. He was the catcher on the 2009 Netherlands team. Wow. And now he's obviously one of the best closers in the game. Well, and we do have, and I'm going to apologize in advance, but we do have Three members, uh, three former Skycarp, um, or in all, all f- well, actually, yes, in all three cases, they were ex-snappers. Okay. Um, but uh, Joey Wegman is a pitcher for, it might be Canada. Um, and then we've got two guys that just were here extremely briefly. Um, and, um, you know, 
I don't know their names, Larry, off the top of my head. But they were guys that had pitched. That had pitched. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm still catching up on sleep. Pitched here for maybe um, three or four games is all. But Wegman was a uh, – he actually – it was a funny story because when I was covering the team back in my previous life at the Daily News, um, the snappers – and this would be a great one for you – the A's had picked him up from Indie Ball from Rockford. Oh. And so he was right down the road, 20 minutes away. He just packed up his stuff and moved clubhouses and went uh, from the Riverhawks they were then yep. up to uh, up to the Snappers in about 2017 or so. So I got to see him pitch. He actually pitched in parts of two years So and, and did pretty well for the Snappers. Wegman was here. You know who else was here? It was Maria Valentine, uh, VP of Entertainment here in Beloit. She put together a masterful promotional schedule that is now out. You can check it out on our website, BeloitSkyCarp.com, SkyCarp.com, whatever address you want to type in. But, hey, right here on the podcast, Marie Valentine. Let's kick it to that. We now welcome on Flock Talk a very special guest. It's the ultimate believer of bobbleheads, the sultan of scheduling, and the prime minister of promotions. It's the vice president of entertainment, the Beloit SkyCarp, Maria Valentine. Also happens to be me and Flick's boss, um, but... We'll uh, save that part for later. Maria, you're here to talk about the promotional schedule. It's now out. We're fired up. Um, how excited are you? I'm very excited. You know, it's about five, six months of planning it and then just waiting to release it all to the public. So I'm, I'm pumped. We're here today. We get to share a lot about it. So that'll be cool. Yes. Larry, how late did you stay up last <laughs> night thinking of that uh, intro? It was actually just a, about two minutes ago. I, I typed it out right on my computer wow you yeah. typed it out i did he's a professional that's yeah. why we call him the jim nance of the midwest league right there. <laughs> oh, God. where's my final four trophy yeah all right well um it is a tradition unlike any other you know, flock <laughs> talk. Um, so maria what are you you know we're excited about the entire promotional calendar of course but but is there any specific one that has you like, I can't wait till June 23rd because this is happening? Is there one that pops out to you? Uh, probably Dino Night. I yes. think it's just the newest one, right? So we're bringing back some of our old favorites like the Marvel's Defenders yeah. of the Diamond and Star Wars. And we did do Dinosaur Night last year at the park, but we did it on a more low-key level. This year, I called my friends at Ed Bounds Dinosaurs, and we're going to get in like these massive electron, like animatronic dinosaurs uh, that are going to be all over the concourse. They'll have like live ones that they like, kind of carry kind of in their arms. Okay. You know, they have them hatching out of eggs. So I think for the kids in general, that one's just going to be so cool and really for anyone who's a big fan of you know the movies Jurassic Park they might also enjoy it as Flick's well. gonna be in a dino suit for that one you know like yeah the yeah the that inflatable t-rex actually yes, yeah we'll definitely absolutely. be having a, a t-rex race that night you know of the inflatable t-rexes so maybe we'll put Flick in one of those yeah you know before we dive too deep into individual promo promo nights I think let's just go back to the basics right mm -hmm. we've got a different promotion every night of the week mm -hmm. Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday mm -hmm. give us a refresher highlight them all you week. got it so our uh, creative services manager Matt Mitchie came up with this awesome idea for takeover Tuesdays um, basically uh, we don't do a ton of our major theme nights on Tuesday nights. so we said well hey why don't we let fans give us like provide us with an opportunity to come up with something they like. So fans are able people. to submit, exactly. So <laughs> fans are able to submit concepts, whether it's like barnyard animals or, you know, pirate themed, or uh, one person suggested like a cheese set night where it's everything Wisconsin. So basically Matt and his team will recreate the video board and whatever this theme is. And then I'll certainly do my best to kind of bring it alive within the ballpark as well. So love the takeover Tuesdays. Then uh, starting it with our first Wednesday in June, we're going to roll out one price Wednesdays, meaning that every ticket in the ballpark 
ballpark is going to be $18. But that $18 ticket also comes with a hot dog, chips, and a soda. So you buy your ticket, you're automatically, your dinner's included, and then you can come out here and just party with us on Wednesdays. Thursdays are the usual Thirsty Thursdays, right? So Classic. $2 12-ounce drafts Flick's of our favorite. bush. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm excited for those Facebook Lives to come back. Couple, count in a couple bush lights. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be electric on Thursdays, and yeah. followed by a He's brief been... trance-like state by me, but then we'll <laughs> get back to normal by game time. We just let Flick rest in his office <laughs> yeah. usually for a little Close while before the door. game time. Yeah. Big glass of water waiting for him on his desk when he comes back. Lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the only person I'd let do it. Maybe sometime we'll have to let J-Mo like shotgun one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't phase him. Would yeah. not no, phase no. him. <laughs> He'd be fine. Wouldn't blink. <laughs> that is water for him. Yeah. Um, and then Fridays this no year are actually going to be giveaway Fridays. Um, uh, so with our changing of our schedule around, we just figured, hey, let's try giveaways on Fridays. So we've got a bunch of them, which I can highlight them later, um, you know, kind of coming more towards the June, July, and August months. And then Saturdays are going to be fireworks Saturdays. Classic. Uh, we'll have two fireworks nights on Fridays in the month of June. Um, that's just because of the timing of our schedule. You know, having those 3 o'clock Saturday games in June means that, hey, I'm going to put them on Fridays. But we'll have 10 shows in total, three of them over the 4th of July weekend, July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So really going to pop off that weekend, which should be fun. And then Sundays are family fun days again. So kids run the bases and have a catch after the game. Have a catch. That's uh, that's. It's the Your favorite goes, phrase. You, I remember that. You came in to the office and you were like – who like who came up with have a catch and i was like me and you're like that's such an east coast thing and it's because of my time with the vermont lake monsters they Classic. called it have a catch and well, i was like what the heck does that mean i so. mean i don't even think of it i don't even associate it with an east coast now when my dad and i were growing when, when i was growing up it was always you want to play catch yeah. yeah that's more of a midwestern thing yeah however uh, the ultimate Midwestern movie, also the most famous line yep. in the movie, you want to have a catch. Now, I, I'm sure that the, the writers of the script were probably East Coast, because yes. you're right, but that is, you know, so That's people true. might associate that with point. the Midwest now yeah. because you want to have a catch is an incredibly famous line. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just tough because it's a great movie. I love that movie, yeah. but it's just every time I hear that, I'm like, you cringe. Ah, it's cringy yeah. for you. Almost had So now it. I, I pretty much it. call it have a catch out of spite for Larry. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, know it's <laughs> tough because I always have arguments with my, you know, college roommate who's from Manhattan about this. He's like, oh, let's go have a catch. I'm like, no, we're going to go play catch. We're going to go play catch. But, hey, a lot of good stuff coming up. Very I'm fired exciting. up whether it's uh, have a catch or, or play catch. Uh, me and Flick <laughs> will go play catch yep. out in the outfield. And I'll have you a catch with Mitchie. So there you go. great. There you go. Yeah. Big, uh, Perfect. Big East Coast guy, Matt Mitchie. <laughs> Our but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think one of my favorite promos that we always do and across minor league baseball is the promo jerseys, mm, right? Mm -hmm. The alternate jerseys, yep. alternate identities. It's that time of year. Everybody's rolling them out. What can we expect from the Beloit insert? Yeah new name here yeah so we um the first one which is probably the most exciting because we're gonna wear it five times during the course of the summer will be our copa de la diversion concept which i can't tell you what the name of it is yet i can't show you any pictures of it yet because we haven't announced it yet so that'll be coming out on march 21st but we're we'll the er, yeah march 21st we'll wear that for five games um and then auction them off after that fifth and final game of the of the season so super excited about that one it's going to be really fun once the fans get to see it uh we'll be busting out a new star wars jersey this year uh total collab team effort from the entertainment team on that one so really excited very galaxy themed um, a lot like the intro credits that you see to the movie that's what you're going to see this year also fun fact most minor league teams are copying our mandalorian jersey from last uh -oh. year so thank you very much we don't mind that they're copying it but let's just credit where credit's due it's right here in this room um, and then uh, we'll also be doing a marvel defenders of the diamond jersey 
But instead of doing it after one of the specific superheroes like we did last year with Black Panther, this year it's going to be based on the Marvel-inspired logo that we had released earlier this year. Um, so it'll be really cool. It's it's a predominantly black jersey with the new logo on it and some some other nice little touch points. So excited about that one. And then the last one, uh, which we unveiled recently at the Greater Beloit Chamber Dinner, uh, is our USS Beloit jersey. So we're oh. celebrating that new warship that was built and the named after the city of Beloit. Uh, it's got the ship obviously right across the middle with some sort of like horizon style thing. We've got the Navy emblem on it and the American flag and stuff. Should be really cool. I'm excited for fans. And all of those will be auctioned off. Game worn jerseys auctioned off after the game. So. Can't wait for that. We're going to have the battleship on the river, right? Hopefully. Flick's <laughs> going to sail it down here himself. So Yes, I am, uh, I am unbelievable. Um, you know, you got port side, starboard. I, got, I pretty much it. got all the yeah. terms. Let me drive the boat. What? Let me drive the boat. I don't get the reference. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll okay. work on Chemistry it. is not quite there yet, but it's yeah. March. We've got training. a lot of time to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Join Larry and I on our journey down to <laughs> Jupiter. The journey to Jupiter. Hashtag journey to Jupiter. Uh, on social channels starting March 22nd. Just I'm worried for Jupiter, Florida, but yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Won't know what hit him. Yeah. Hurricane Flick. <laughs> God. That's what, they call me. That's what they call me in high school. <laughs> so you mentioned those giveaway Fridays. Uh, Flick Fridays, maybe we can call them as no, a secondary nobody name. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Um, I don't think we're going to have a Josh Flickinger bobblehead. Maybe we can cue that up for a, a future season, but... Two bobblehead giveaways, I'm hearing. Two bobblehead giveaways this year. Yes, one of them will be uh, celebrating Stan Milam. Uh, he's been on big radio for years, uh, just inducted into the Janesville Sports Hall of Fame. Um, so we're celebrating our good friend Stan and doing a bobblehead in his honor. Uh, we'll be rolling that out on a date to be determined. He's just working with his family to kind of figure out exactly when that's going to be. Um, our other bobblehead will be another Poopsie bobblehead, but it won't look anything like it did this past year. Um, we've got some different tweaks to it. Uh, it'll be playing into that COPA um, concept that I referenced earlier so more to come on that we'll definitely share images once we're able to fired up yeah new addition for the office exactly yeah you gotta love it new desk piece yeah there you go flicky you want to ask a question i feel like i've been carrying the team this last few minutes <laughs> let me tell wow. you if you're carrying the team larry the team is in a whole lot of trouble okay <laughs> i'm just saying um yeah maria i mean i i guess if you're if you're talking about we, t we talked about the you know the the themes of the the nightly and daily themes but there are also some theme nights and some individual things that are unique to Beloit. One of those, of course, that had a lot of success and got a lot of attention nationally last year, our drift to the diamond. Will Jonathan Griffith be again coming down and, uh, you know, mostly just swimming down the river? What's what's the plan there? Yeah, well, you know, the only person I ever check uh, their calendar before scheduling a promotion is Jonathan Griffith <laughs> yes. when it comes to Drift to the Diamond because, obviously, we need our guy swimming his way. He did ask if he could get an inner tube this year. I said maybe, you know, maybe we'll see. Maybe a kayak? Yeah, maybe a kayak. We'll find out. But, yes, Drift to the Diamond is back this year, so we're super excited about that. Um, we're working on getting some actual Skycar branded inner tubes Ooh, this year as oh. well for the whole show. Value added right there. Yeah, so it should be really fun. Um, it's set for July 16th, so another okay. Sunday, um, and fans will be able to float right down the Rock River. We're looking uh, and potentially working with our friends at the Nature at the Confluency just down the way to enhance and extend that drift down to the Diamond, actually past the Diamond, mm -hmm. um, but then they take our Sky Carp Goose Caboose back to the ballpark afterward. But the, one of the big things of feedback we had is they just wished it could have been longer, so they could have enjoyed their White Claws for a little bit longer, yeah, you know, along the float. So we're doing our best to find a way to make it, uh, you know, as 
easy as possible for you know the travel and then also longer for the folks so be fun. awesome and what about other theme nights that we've got going on yeah well i'm really excited we're bringing uh back bark at the park uh last year it was on a really rainy day so we didn't get too many dogs out here so we're doing two uh we're going to roll out one in um may and then one in august as well so excited to have two of those on the uh, on the schedule, but more exciting is that we're going to do bring your pet to the ballpark night. So we're opening it up to cats, your parakeets, your lizards, your iguanas. Now, I don't I know about a boa constrictor, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, now, I have a raccoon that occasionally comes and visits. Would would Tango be welcome in this case? <laughs> Tango would be welcome if Tango were uh, leashed and <laughs> uh, controlled. <laughs> as long as you try to put the leash on him and not us, she's, uh, yeah, yeah that, that'd be a tough, that'd be a tough uh, chore. She You'd have quite the experience, I think. Um, boy, would I be excited to see Tango yeah, again. Um, but yes, no. So we will have some parameters around. You know, if you're going to bring things like an iguana <laughs> with you to the ballpark, it can't just be in your hand. Yeah, you know, it's going to have to be inside its little cage, little yeah. traveling case. Uh, you know, just like we ask all of our dogs to be on leashes, we're going to sure. ask that all other pets come with leashes as well. So if you can't put a leash on them or put them in a nice little cage, we're going to ask you to keep that home. But you know, I think Tango, maybe if you work her up to it, she'll yeah. she she'll get in into the, it. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Guest guest announcement. Game. That would be your most exciting broadcast ever. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, she's eating me. She's biting yes, me. She's exactly. biting me. <laughs> tough, tough. Uh, one last question for me. One thing I wanted to ask about was the school days. Bringing yes. those back. A minor league baseball classic. Yes. Not one, but two of them. Two. Anything special planned for those? Well, yes. Yeah, so they're two, uh, both 11 a.m. games in the month of May. Um, I know that one of them is pretty much already sold out at 2,000 tickets sold, and we're trending yes. into another sellout as well. So shout out to our group sales team for doing a great job bringing out all the children for those games. Uh, we'll really be focusing in on STEAM, so science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics, right? So, you know, I might be donning an Albert Einstein-style wig and, you know, you know, blasting off a baking soda volcano and things yes. like that. We'll be doing some different science experiments during the uh, the pregame festivities. In-game, we'll be doing different trivia and quizzes and things, right? Also teaching kids about how much um, of school is actually in baseball, right? You know, there's so much in the analytics and the data that, that plays into their school stuff. So they'll be getting worksheets in advance that they can kind of answer nice, as they go nice. along if they're paying attention. And then, of course, we'll be grittying and, you know, whatever dance move is now most popular to the youths, um, you know, we'll certainly bust those things out as well. I've heard Flick is, is big on the TikTok now. Huge. Well, we, you know, speaking of that, we are verified and yeah. uh, the content Especially as we get closer to the season, we have our first, courtesy of Matt Mitchie, we have our, our first TikTok up, and uh, the content will be getting more consistent and uh, just as good as Mitchie's first one, as we, because uh, we've got some, we've got some helpers that are possibly more in the demographic than, say, a guy like me. Uh, yeah, right there. Nailed it. Good job. That's beautiful. Put that on TikTok. Beautiful. Magical. That's, uh, and if you're listening on Spotify, uh, hop on over to YouTube. Yeah. yeah, surprise. Exactly. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Really heartwarming moment here on the show. Indeed. Well, Maria, it's been heartwarming to have you. you know, really yes. appreciate your I'm time. Honored. I know you're busy, uh, especially this time of year. So uh, keep up the great work. We can't wait to see it all come to fruition. So soon, thirty less than well less than thirty days. Now it'll be about twenty five. Right oh, when man. this airs, fire Cannot wait. Can't wait. Maria Valentine, VP of Entertainment here in Beloit. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks to our boss, Maria Valentine, for hopping on the show. VP of Entertainment here with Sky Carp and a lot of fun stuff coming up at ABC Supply Stadium. That doesn't year. get you fired up for this summer. I don't know what will. We, we're going to have we, – we broke the all-time attendance record last year, as you know, Let's Larry. Let's double it. 
And uh, well, that might be ambitious, but I, I can't imagine we won't break it again. It's going to be an outstanding Why not us? Here. Why not us? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I'm, I'm in. It starts on April 7th, opening day. T-Rats rolling into town. Single-game tickets are on sale now. You can buy your opening day tickets. You can buy your Saturday after opening day tickets and Sunday after opening day tickets. And yeah, Those are also available. <laughs> all the games after that. And don't forget, before opening day starts, we are going to have some really fun content, including our next Flock Talk episode, Larry, um, is going to come to you either you know, visually or just audio only. We're, we're, we're kind of working out the logistics. We will be we'll without, figure it out. We'll be without the mastermind, Matt Mitchie. He will not be coming in a, nice on the trip. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't couldn't talk him into coming with us. He he did, was not excited about spending uh, spending four days in Florida with us, which you know I'm a little offended. But we are going to figure it out, and Larry and I are going to come up with some great content. Um, I can guarantee you that uh, trip to Jupiter. It can broadly be described as fun in the sun. Yeah, exactly. I am <laughs> going to be rarely wearing a shirt, so I apologize I in advance for our visual listeners. Camp. What? I don't know if that'll go well. I'll put on a shirt for the meeting with, like, the Marlins brass. But other than that, I'm there to get some tan. I'm tanning. You said you've got a meeting with Marlins brass. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be tanning my cheeks for the uh, good part of uh, a week down in Jupiter. That's like the old uh, song, right? Like a party rock anthem, right? Yeah, that, so was, that, that was the reference, yeah. Okay. That's good you got uh, that. Hey, see, we're on the same page with that. Um, you know, anytime you can work Springsteen and LMFAO into the same <laughs> podcast, you're doing pretty well. <laughs> God, this guy, man. Born for showbiz. Yeah, um, that's what they say. Yeah, that'll about do it for this episode. But, hey, stay tuned. We've got Fun in the Sun coming up. Trip to Jupiter coming up. Two weeks. We're going to be down there. And if you're in down in Jupiter at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, yes, be sure to say hello because we will be down there. And Can't wait. Fun. So looking forward to meeting some folks down in Florida. Looking forward to seeing everybody on April 7th, opening day. Buy your tickets now at skycarp.com. But that'll about do it. Adios. Mm-hmm.